0: Hey, this is Annie and Samantha, and welcome to Stuff I'm Never Told You, production of iHeartRadio. And it is Thursday, so welcome to another Happy Hour. And it's actually Thursday as we record this as yes. well,
1: which doesn't happen too too often. No, is it actually Happy Hour time though? Is this considered Happy no, Hour no, don't. time? not <laughs>
0: Somewhere it is. (laughs) You don't need to talk about that. Um, As always, speaking of with these episodes, drink responsibly if you choose to do so. We love to have just these moments to kind of wind down and relax, however way that may be for
1: you. And speaking of Samantha, what are you sipping on? I am actually sipping on a Samuel Adams. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yes, Sam Adams. Uh Cold Snap White L, because I do Ooh. enjoy good winter L drinks. And uh Sam Adams has actually a re- pretty good reputation uh for who they are and what they do and for being such a pretty popular brand. And apparently it's still independent. I didn't know this. Yeah. And yeah, they they're they're known to have uh bars fully staffed with women uh as the lead and all that. So I was like, yeah, I'm down to drink some Sam Adams today. What about you? That sounds that sounds nice. I'm drinking
0: a margarita with sparkling water. I wanted to make I recently discovered and I know this sounds a little gross probably to some people, but I recently discovered a hot chocolate red wine drink and it's actually really good, but I'm out of hot
1: chocolate. So, <laughs> <I> had to <laughs> plan B. <laughs> Is it warm? Mhm. I have doubts. I did as well,
0: but uh, over on the other show, I do savor. Uh, we just did an episode on the hot toddy, and I saw that a couple years ago, it was just a really popular hot toddy, and I was like, mm, okay. But yeah, it was really nice. I really liked it, but alas, <laughs> I don't have it right now. <laughs> so you just put hot chocolate
1: and wine together?
0: Uh, Yeah, pretty much. You kind of heat up some milk slowly so it doesn't scald, and then you take it off the heat. You add hot chocolate, like a hot chocolate packet. Mix it, and then add half a cup of red wine. Mix it, and then oh,
1: milk and, <laughs> and alcohol. Not a usual. It's fan. it's a risky, yeah. It's risky. Yeah. It's
0: a risky proposition. I don't know if you have to use the milk. That was just the recipe I use because normally I make hot chocolate with water. But anyway. oh, I like
1: mine with milk. I got some uh, chocolate bombs. Did not go off as I thought. I'm
0: sad about that for you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I sent you the video. It literally was a bloop, bloop.
0: Oh, what a letdown. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I kind of did a complete 180 of what I was expecting to do and have a margarita. But, you know, such is life.
1: I love a margarita.
0: Me too, me too. Um, So today... We are going to be talking about a song, which I think is a first in these happy hour segments. Oh, we
1: should do a happy hour segment about our karaoke preferences.
0: Well, see, that's what I'm saying, because I think it's so funny to me because I have the nerdiest song selections and some random like ludicrous in there. Um, As compared to you, we have very different songs we request. But I want this song is the new song I want to sing, and also I've never gotten to do it. But I want to do uh, the Tiffany Haddish song from Lego, the Lego Movie too. <laughs>
1: uh, I think that's gonna be hard finds. So like we're gonna we're gonna have well, to dig for some of these yes. karaoke songs.
0: See, we found there are some places in Atlanta where you can bring either a flash drive or you can request a, a beforehand, and they'll get them oh. for you. But I bet literally no one in history in Atlanta, at least, has requested. Tiffany Haddish's song from like a movie I, too.
1: I, I would be surprised. I would well, be it's very excellent. That is so specific. Very specific. It's an excellent song and
0: that's a shame. It's a shame I can't find it. I, I've looked last time years ago before COVID and we were doing karaoke. I looked for that song and people
1: looked at me like,
0: uh, <laughs> what are you talking
1: about? <laughs> well, I find that funny because our group specifically, uh, when I say our group, iHeartKids, like to jump into musical numbers, and I was very surprised by this because we have a co worker who loves her uh show tunes mm-hmm. that threw me off, and then we have the boys that really like the Pokemon song, and no. I didn't know that was a thing. Wasn't there a Dragon Ball Z song that they also like to sing that popped up at mm. one point in time, and of course, the mm-hmm. Mulan? Oh, the Mulan uh, song, is big, which, hitch. yeah, classic, but I'm like. My crew, who are, yes, of the older generation, typically stick with the 90s, early 2000s, 80s, 60s country music, like hits. So mm-hmm. to jump into that, I'm like, huh. Just yeah. You.
0: Yeah. I think, I think there's, you know, the kind of fun of everybody knows the words. And there's definitely nostalgia, especially for Pokemon, going on. Cause I'd never heard or seen that either. But I now I I request it because I like to see everybody light up when it comes on. <laughs> but one of my favorite karaoke experiences is our friend and coworker Alex, who does ephemeral, among many other things. He once, it was my birthday. And, you know, it was early in the night. So a lot more people were coming, but at that point, there was only like five of us, maybe. And he requested happy birthday. <laughs>
1: That's about it was right. So, so funny. That's about right. I mean, like I said, it's a different experience. I I've never really thought about it, but it's different experiences with different crews. And yes. because I was so stuck with my one crew, which, you know, I love my crew. And then coming to this, I was like, what?
0: It's a it's a very far flung crowd. Like we'll go all over the place. It, it's it's very funny, and everybody has sort of their songs that they request every time. And so it's sort of it's become like, oh, Lauren's going up. Here comes Bon Jovi, dead or alive. Like you know.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I know for a little while yours was also Hamilton.
0: Yes, which is related to this.
1: Yeah, that's what. So I'm gonna. Is this gonna be
0: replacing? It might be. I love doing the Hamilton one. I, I do uh, my shot, but that song is six and a half minutes long, so I always feel bad because uh, it's kind of hogging the time. So I usually do it at the very end because I don't want to take up time with And plus, I know for some people, that's annoying when people come on and do a show tune for six and a half minutes. And I understand that. So (laughs) I'm not trying to do that. This song is a regular, a regular linked three minute song. So, you know, I don't know if it will replace it, but certainly I wouldn't feel as bad singing it. Although only me and probably my friend Marissa, who is the person who put this song on my radar in the first place, would know the lyrics. And part of the fun is that everybody knows the song that you're singing, and they can all get in on it. So I don't know. I'm definitely gonna do it one day. I don't know if it'll be a regular. Okay, okay. Yes. But okay, we we've talked around the, yes. the topic a lot, but we haven't gotten to it. Um, so we are talking about a song from the new animated Disney musical movie Encanto, which is called Surface Pressure, which is yes, written by Lynn Manuel Miranda from Hamilton um, and performed by Jessica Darrow. And the reaction me and some of my friends And including Marissa, who was the one who was like, she texted me and said, I need you to listen to this song and see if you identify (laughs) as much as I do. And as of writing this outline, which today is the 13th of January, 2022, the Encanto soundtrack is number one on the charts. And it's the first time it's happened for a soundtrack in forever. It unseated Adele. So I think it's resonating with a lot of folks. And it was the top grossing animated film of 2021. I hate that there has to be an asterisk with all this stuff, but there kind of does because of COVID. Um, right. But yes, it was the top animated film of 2021, and it came out in December, so it's pretty right, good just recently.
1: And yeah. as we've been talking about TikTok, it is dominating TikTok.
0: Yeah, I've seen I've seen a lot of that, and it's really funny because I probably watched it the day after it came out um, on Disney Plus, and I loved this song "Surface Pressure," and I loved. We don't talk about Bruno, which I know all the words to that as well. I love most of the soundtrack, but two of those are my favorite. And then I was kind of like, why do I love this song so much? And then I heard it was dominating TikTok, and I was like, what? <laughs> I guess it is really good. It's really popular. It's it's very good. It's excellent. Anyway, the plot of this movie in a nutshell follows the magical family Each member gets a power and a corresponding door in their magical house that is called casita. The house is called casita when they come of age. Um, Everybody except Mirabelle, who doesn't receive a power or a door. Um, Though I have seen a lot of theories about this on YouTube that maybe she did get a power or maybe... She's somehow related to Vin Diesel and Fast and the Furious. I'm telling you, wild theories out there. The house's magic is failing, as are some of the family's powers. And the story follows Mirabelle trying to get to the bottom of why the, the magic is failing and bonding with her family and doing some healing along the way. It's a sweet family story. One of the key aspects of this story, and in particular the songs, is that several of the characters' solo musical numbers are about how they, in some ways, resent their gift, or in Mirabelle's case, her lack of gift. Her oldest sister, Isabella, resents being perfect and struggles to keep up that image. Her second oldest sister, Louisa, who is strong, um, really buff, uh, with super strength, that's her gift, but she struggles with anxieties, of failing the family and not being strong enough, not being enough, which she sings about in the song "Service Pressure." And yes, Marissa was like, "You've got to, you've got to watch it. You've got to tell me if you identify." And immediately, I mean, within the first verse, I was like, "Oh no, yeah, <laughs> some tears were shed. Oh no." And the song alternates between a strong flat singing voice portraying how louisa is on the outside um contrasted with a softer more vulnerable voice for how she feels on the inside um and here are some lyrics to give you a taste i'm not going to sing it please I sing one about bar it. no
1: just one <laughs> give me the chorus because i don't no. have a clue what this song what this song is about at you all you gotta I go know. no 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 just one verse
0: no, 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 no. It's funny though. One, definitely go listen to it if you haven't heard it already. It's amazing. But two, me and my younger brother used to have a game where we would say lyrics to each other, and whoever started it got to pick the song, and we would see who was the first to laugh because when you just say lyrics, oh, yeah, it often sounds very, very silly. Yes, yeah. So here we go. I'm going to say some lyrics. <laughs> so, under the surface, was Hercules ever like, yo, I don't want to fight Cerberus. Under the surface, I'm pretty sure I'm worthless if I can't be of service. A flaw or a crack, the straw in the stack that breaks the camel's back. What breaks the camel's back? It's pressure like a drip, drip, drip that'll never stop. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yep. Yep. Give it to your sister, your sister's older. Give her all the heavy things we can't shoulder. Who am I if I can't run with the ball? Give it to your sister, your sister's stronger. See if she can hang on a little longer. Who am I if I can't carry it all? If I falter. But wait, if I could shake the crushing weight of expectations, would that free some room up for joy or relaxation or simple pleasure? Give it to your sister, it doesn't hurt, and see if she can handle every family burden, watch as she buckles and bends, but never breaks. Give it to your sister and never wonder if the same pressure would have pulled you under. Who am I if I don't have what it takes? No cracks, no breaks, no mistakes, no pressure. (laughs) Nice. Yes. It's so hard not to sing it because it's so good, and I know everyone's like, you butchered it, but I can't do it. Disney will come for me. I can't have it. So, one of the interesting things has been seeing how many people relate to these songs and why and how some interpret the whole movie as a warning about relying too much on our gifts or defining ourselves too much by our accomplishments and how damaging and limiting and stressful that can be. And that's something you and I have talked about a lot of this the productivity trap of, you know, the workaholic being a good thing or all of these for women often like selfless being the best thing you can be and defining yourself that way and how that can just wear you
1: down. (laughs) Right.
0: Finding your worth and what you can give. Exactly. Exactly. And so I'm not going to go too much into my own family dynamics or the dynamics between me and my siblings because it's actually really hard for me to talk about. It's kind of new for me to realize how triggering this is for me. And I'm very aware that we have different perspectives on a lot of stuff that's happened. But whether they put it on me or not, I did feel this way. Like I felt a responsibility to keep the family together, to stay strong. When everything was awful, um, a part of that could be being the only daughter and the middle child because I have two brothers. One older and one younger. My family used to joke that I was so strong that I would, quote, be the last one standing, which I was very proud of, but I also resented. (laughs) And in turn, I think that led to some resentment of me because outwardly it appeared as though I never struggled, though I was very, very, very much struggling, very much. Um, And I felt so responsible that for everything that went wrong, I took all of that on as my fault. And to this day, I feel a lot of guilt for not doing a better job, even though I was a kid. So hearing the song was like a solve because I thought, yes, yes, yep, yep, that's it, yep. (laughs) (laughs) And also, so it was painful. It was painful. And yeah, there were tears because it's been so long how I define myself. And you're kind of like, Well, you take that away, well, then what am I?
1: Yeah. What am I? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I was telling you before that someone did a specific TikTok of uh, a man who was listening. She wanted him to listen to this specific song because she was like, this is him to the core. Um, And his face, like, as it continued to, like, seep into his uh, mind, the actual lyrics of what it was saying him. And at the end, he just kind of stops and he goes, that's me. (laughs) And that's kind of like what I'm hearing with you. And I think there's been a lot of conversation about the realism that is laid on in trying to keep it together Mm -hmm. and being the center. I find it, and I'm not going to say too much, but like I see why Marissa would have been like, oh, yeah, (laughs) this is not only for me, but for you, but here we are. Because you two (laughs) have a lot of similarities in this realm. And me, I come off as very independent, like, Myself, but nobody, my family is not dependent on me. I have forever the <laughs> outside child. Um, and that's a whole different conversation. But yeah, so for me, it's like, I don't necessarily get this because I don't think my family depends on me in any way whatsoever like that. But at the same time, that pressure that I've seen that happens within, and we talked about with the parentification episode, mm-hmm. this is absolutely it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, Saw again, it's so funny when you research something for the show, and then immediately every article that Google's telling you is about that thing. I saw a lot of articles from people who were saying, You know, I'm not, I don't have siblings, but I still related to this because I still feel this pressure and this kind of, I have to act this way on the outside and this way on the inside. And uh, I think that's the power of a good song and uh, good media in general is that people can connect from all different types of backgrounds. And I think also after this happens, it's funny slash sad, but Louisa's powers fail, um, and she's not strong anymore. She she gets them back in the end, but I guess spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. So many spoilers. Sorry. Her powers kind of <laughs> fail, and she's crying, and she's trying to hide it, and she doesn't know what to do or who she is. And the younger sister, Mirabelle, is kind of like, you know, you can... You're so much more than that. Like, you're not just that. So it's very sweet. It's very sweet. Uh, (laughs) I highly recommend it. I highly recommend the soundtrack. Um, Hopefully one day, Samantha, probably not anytime soon, but you'll get to hear me sing it in karaoke.
1: (laughs) I'm excited. (laughs) It's a good song. We might have to do a private setting of like me just sending you a karaoke machine and making you film yourself. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> don't tempt me, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll regret it
1: all. <laughs> Will I? I don't think so. Oh, boy. That's how it ends oh, up on social boy. media. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers on that note, Samantha. Cheers. And cheers
1: to you listeners. We don't talk about Bruno. That's the only <laughs> thing
0: <laughs> that song is so good too. I was like, I I she dared me to sing it. I could do all the lyrics because I got it for both of these. <laughs> but I won't. Well, listeners, thank you so much for being with us. If you have any song that you want to talk about that's really resonated with you, or any any issue that we touched on here or anything that we should talk about in happy hours, anybody we should highlight in these happy hours that's in the the brewing beverage industry please contact us. You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff stuff, at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram at Stuff I Never Told You. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.